When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. The cast of Mythos Mysteries brings an exclusive gift to their Patreon members. It is a gift of razor-sharp claws, glistening fangs, all wrapped neatly in a coat of fur. It is season two of the Knights of Darkness. This time, the lycanthropes are running wild. Hello everyone, it's me, again, it's Finlia. I'm here to thank our wonderful, awesome patrons. We have our COBOL patrons, Phoenix Black, Daniel Pale Yellow, and Remington Cloutier. And we have our Minotaur patron, Jason Parker, and we have our Dragon patrons, The Seven Sins, Rick Haberlin, Evie from HR, Pocket Comet, Glassman93, Darkwing MT, Mandy Johns, Chris Slate, and Clinkster, and our Terrascue patron, Wolfslore. Oh, Terrascues, they're scary monsters. I better get going. Enjoy the show! So you were saying that yeah, welcome back. the <laughs> listeners really like when we're eating on microphone the whole time. No. So I got all of this. I well, welcome this. back to the Fumbling Four and the <laughs> Almighty Crit. Got I her. am the Almighty Crit, Ariel. Ariel, 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 Ariel. False. No. And what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that one. <laughs> False. No. What? <clears throat> so anyway, yes, uh, like the not Almighty Crit, Ariel said. <laughs> What 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 would you be? Would you be? I am the almighty crit no, Ariel. No. Ariel, the mightiest of. Crits. I have the mighty crit in my she hand. She is the mightiest of crits. <laughs> yeah. All right, welcome back to the almighty crit. And the the fumbling four in the almighty crit. You guys got me all fucked up. Uh, hi, I am your DM Aaron. And uh, today's question of the day: If you can make one monster. If your choice, 
however you wanted to make it, what would it be made of and what would you call it? If I could make one monster of my choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Travis. I play Wobbling White Tooth Wizard, Green Skin Goblin, uh, Man About Town, super handsome. Everybody loves him. Um, if I could create one monster, I don't think I could do any better than Tar Man from Return of the Living Dead. So if I could create uh, Tar Man, I would create uh, I would a monster. I would create a twenty foot Tar Man. Done. <laughs> Dunzo. Dunzo. Gunzo. Hi everybody, I'm Mark. Um, <laughs> actually, you can't create. The only person who could create a monster was Doctor Victor von Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Now I got to follow Mark, Travis. <clears throat> that wasn't me. That was Mark. Actually, Daniel, it was me, Mark. <laughs> I mean, he's the easiest one to follow. <laughs> and I don't appreciate actually. Continue. <laughs> um, Daniel, I play the fire genasi ranger known as Flint Cole, former soldier. And if I could create one monster... Um, I think I'd just go D&D style since I love blue dragons. I'd find a way to have a blue dragon. That would not kill me. These are all lame things. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what Aaron says. I'm Ariel. I play the Heron Gone Monk, Vinlia. Hello, Harris, who's about to throw out some paws. Mm-hmm. And if I could create a monster... It would be Leon Kennedy, and he'd be in the shower, and only I could find him. <sighs> okay, I like this monster. This, this is a pretty good monster. I mean, he can attack me any night. Oh, God, I'm done with all of you. I'm not done with my monster. <laughs> my monster is at this table. It's all of you. <laughs> Monsters? No. Sorry, I interrupted. What monster would you create? I'm fine with that monster. (laughs) No, really, if I were to create a monster, it would be like. It'd be like the size of like a virus. What's Uh, scarier than something you can't. Don't like that. Yeah. What's something (laughs) what's scarier than something that you can't really fight? Fear. Fear. (laughs) We've been fighting that since the beginning of 2020. True. God damn it, Ariel. You owe everyone an apology. <laughs> My bad. I created that. Don't know. No. Uh, sorry, guys. I can't apologize. I hear Leon calling me. He needs his back washed. <laughs> I'm <Fucking>. coming, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, uh, yeah. Um, monster I would create is um, half bunny, half pigeon, Ooh. half frog. Lame. That would be a third. No, nope. I mean actually, the reason, that would be one third. The reason <laughs> I say half is because this question is geared towards our new Patreon exclusive show that's going to be coming. Cine scenarios where there's a half, half, half monster, and he uh-huh. argues that he is half, half, half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was a little nod towards him. You'll get there when we get there. Yes. So if you're a patron, look out for that. It should be coming out here pretty soon because we're going to record the first episode after we get done with this one. What? What? (laughs) 
so anyway, I guess now it's time for a recap. Yes, please. So when we last left off, you had dealt with some Medusas, traveled through some sort of portal tree to a place where the forest seemed to be dying. There was, however, a very tall living tree that looked to be growing out of the top of some sort of giant rock formation. You climbed the set of stairs that led to it, peered into a knot hole, and found that there was an elf who seemed to be bound in the center of this tree. When you went to retrieve this elf out of the center of the tree, you found that she was completely unconscious. And then... From a black, mysterious fog stepped a hooded figure, and he simply said, What have the fates brought me today? And Vinaya said, You gonna catch these paws. <laughs> <laughs> so now I leave it to you. I'm gonna draw my bow, but not with ink or anything, but with my hands. Okay. I'm going to be pulling the uh, slab of wet meat back from Vinley. I'm going to be like, Mr. Guy, be careful. She is a cold-blooded murderer. I'm not a murderer, Wobblin. Yeah, well, tell it to all the families. I mean, to be fair, young Vinley, you will be. Uh, what? I don't, li- I don't like that. I don't like that Wait, phrasing. How do you know my name? The same way I know Wobblins and I know... Flints, I know all of you. Well, yeah, sure. Everybody knows me. I'm the greatest. Who are you? I'm um, Wobbling White Tooth. I not, think we've gone over this before. Not you, I'm going to pull out the palacard. Uh, registered magic user, um, uh, pre- king, emperor of Oceanlandia. I've invented plenty of things. Also, I'm the mayor of quite a few villages by landslide elections. Now, Mr. Hood, I believe you owe me some tax money. I like the landslide elections because I just see him like <laughs> using actual landslides to. When you can control gravity, it's easy to get all the votes you want. <laughs> well, I am fate. And unfortunately, I am here because all of your fates are misaligned. Wait, wait, so your fate. Have you fallen too? No. I am here to figure these things out and aid you in correcting the timelines. Okay, correcting the timelines. Um, I'm gonna look at Flint. Uh, what did you break? <laughs> I don't think I broke anything. Well, yeah, fate is here to fix your screws. It's because you got your smile back, is it? It's because no, that's stupid I don't think hair. I have my smile. Okay. I'm going to take my hands and my index fingers and push them onto Flint's face and make him smile. Yeah, it is. Oh, God. Big boy. <laughs> I don't watch you break. Well, the Halloween <laughs> episode, didn't you get your smile? You did get your smile back on Halloween. Yeah, long ago but now been. you hate people. <laughs> no, I probably just hate wobbling. <laughs> that's okay. You're <clears throat> smiling about it. So, unless you want to be a murderer, you don't, I know. and you want to be a vicious, vicious warlord, and you want to be dead. I don't want to be dead. That's, uh, 
Huh. What did oh. Finlia do to me? Uh, Flint's too nice to be a vicious warlord. Well. Yeah, look at how big this smile is. And I push my fingers higher up on his face. Flint's my best friend. And why would you assume that anything would kill me? And I wouldn't kill anybody. Well, then I guess we'll have to show you what I mean. Uh, well, my plans are to die of extreme old age. <laughs> extreme old age. So he waves his hand and three portals open. <laughs> Step through. Uh, which one? Three. Your choice. Okay. Eeny, meeny, this one. So Wobbling steps through. Do you think it's okay, Flint? I don't know if he should be left unchecked. I'm going to step through Wobbling's portal. <laughs> okay. I'm going to hop through it. So <laughs> as you hop through, Vinley, you hear, there wasn't really an option. They all led to the same place. I like fucking with you. <laughs> Boring being a god. And the portal closes. <clears throat> so... Each of you are in a separate area. We'll start with Wobblin. Okay, here I am. As you stand in a field that looks like it's been devastated by flames, you see a familiar face just over a small hill. And who is this familiar face? Shog. <gasps> How does Shog look? Shog has his mouth open and looks like he's staring at you. How far away is he? He's only about 20 feet away. I'm going to misty step right to him. So as you misty step to him and you appear on the other side of this hill, you see that Shog's head is poked on a stake. <gasps> I don't like this. Okay. Who do I see? Do I see anything else around me? Roll me a perception. 19. So what you see in the surrounding area is it can only be described as a hellscape. The entire field is purged by flame or what appears to be have been purged by flame as everything is just ash. There's bodies slewn all around the fields and the sky is dark and a bloody red. Tears, crying, uh, he takes off the mouseling hood and he starts, he's just using his hands and he's digging a hole so he can bury Shog's remains. Yep. <clears throat> That's all he's doing because he is inconsolable right now. Flint, you appear in what appears to be Winterforge. You know this because you've been here multiple times. However, it seems different. It seems like everyone that's passing you in the streets, they aren't so much as common villagers as they are war manged soldiers. They look ragged, worn. Their armor that they wear looks tattered and scarred along with the rest of their bodies. There doesn't seem to be a single commoner anywhere. As you look around, you see the tavern shops are closed. There's no mercantile businesses anywhere. And you see a banner hanging over the gates that would lead to the castle. 
that just have an insignia of a flame. Have I seen this insignia before? Never. I'm going to head towards the castle gates then. So as you head towards the castle gates, roll me a perception. 15. Two guards stand in front of the gates. Both of them appear to be fire genasi. And as you approach closer, they immediately stand at attention and render a salute to you, and the gates are opened. Okay, I'm just going to disregard them and go toward in there. Like, I'm just not going to give them the time of day. Okay. Then, Leah, you appear in what seems to be some sort of prison block series of jail cells lay before you in a stone hallway. You can hear what seems to be the dripping of water and you can feel a slight cold breeze. You can tell this is not a comfortable place to be. Look around. Roll me a perception. Nine. So you don't really see much aside from the iron bars that riddle the halls here but you do happen to hear what sounds like scraping and muttering coming from the end of the hall so you said I'm in a jail cell no you're in the hall surrounded Uh by jail cells okay so I'm gonna go towards the noise cautiously wobbling (laughs) As you finally finish burying Shog's head. Who did this? Who fucking did this, Aaron? It was was probably me. It was totally me. This is shit. As you finish burying the head and you are inconsolably crying, you happen to peer up and see your own corpse. Uh, riddled with arrows and knives aplenty. You don't actually look much older than you are now. Uh, at least uh, at least I went out with my baby! <laughs> and I'm gonna walk over and uh, I'm gonna loot my corpse. <laughs> <laughs> what do we, what did well, I, it's a funny thing. What did I have here? When you loot your corpse, yeah. you find a note. That's all. That's just a note. Just a note. So he had, I've got arrows and knives in me? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to take one of the knives. Knives. what I take. Uh, just a basic dagger. Okay. Nothing fancy. <laughs> Stupid note. What's it say? So as you open it up, uh-huh. it simply says, Wanted by the Imperial Commander for treason and annoyance. (laughs) And it's signed by Flint. Son of a bitch. Dad, son of a bitch. Where is he at? Where is he at? Flint. Yes? That's who I'm looking for! (laughs) As you walk down these silent halls 
you come to a throne room and the sight before you is appalling. You see people hung from shackles from the ceiling. Some are human, some are lycanthrope, some are haragon, there's even pixies and there's all kinds just hung. And at the very head of the room, the throne, you see a very tattered, worn, and downright terrifying version of yourself. The flames have gone almost a black on your head. And you carry this large bow that just looks crude and demonic in a way. You see these red veins sprouting up your face. You're in the shadows, so it doesn't look like you've been seen yet. So I'm going to stay in the shadows, so I'm going to stealth. <laughs> stealth. Stealth. That is only an 18. Okay. I'm not even going to roll because he doesn't even care. So he steps up from his throne, walks over to one of the chained victims, and begins to beat on this individual. It seems to be a human man who's already broken and worn, and you just begin to waylay on him. And you can barely hear the words that you're speaking, but it seems like you're asking for information on traitors. Finlia, as you get to the last gel cell, where this noise is coming from, you see something moving in the shadows. Who's there? silence for a moment and then you hear it sounds like the skittering of small paws and out of the darkness lunges against the cage your own face crazed blood strewn across your face you have maddening eyes and your fur is completely out of control you look crazed Murderous. Did you get rabies? When you say this, this caged version of you begins to try to bite through the cage. Roll with perception. Fourteen. You see red veins curling all up and down your body and into your eyes. As you look deep into the eyes, they seem black, soulless. This isn't me. This isn't me at all. Would you like a carrot? (laughs) (laughs) So a paw comes reaching out of the cage at you and you feel a tingling sensation and you're in front of the tree. (sighs) Wobbling. Yes! As you are infuriated enraged mm-hmm. and you begin to scream where is he into the sky you feel yeah. a tingling sensation through your body and you appear in front of the tree next to Bentley and I am still furious 
where's your best friend at? You heard me. Where's your best friend at who likes to kill people's children? Hi, Wobblin. I saw yeah, the weirdest hi, thing. I saw the weirdest thing, too. What's wrong? Why are you so mad? Why, are you, why aren't you mad? Your boyfriend likes to kill people. I don't, I don't have I, a I, I see where you get it from. What? Now, Wobblin, what? you need to calm down and tell me what happened down. right now. He killed everything. Who? And he coughed my baby boy's head. I don't even want to think about it anymore. Your baby boy is right here, Wobblin. You don't point that thumb at me. I'm just I'm, like right. I was right, pointing at it. I'm like, <laughs> like, like as close to her. How tall is she? Five foot with her ears. Without so, her ears. So probably like four foot four without foot. her okay, ears. Okay, I'm kind of looking up to you, your boyfriend, a fiance, or whatever he is. He killed everything, which I don't normally mind, but he killed some of my stuff. And he killed me too, apparently. Wobblin, one, I don't have a boyfriend. And two, you know that this was a different timeline. This never had, this, this doesn't Oh, happen. it never happened, but then I saw that it had happened. Everything was burnt. Shock was dead. I was dead. Okay, well, that's why... And he, he said he wanted me dead or alive because I'm annoying, which is a super big lie. I, I don't think it is. But it's... Wobblin, that's why fate is showing us this, because this could be one possible future, which I don't understand because he's fate and he's not time. But... I, what do I know? I'm just a I'm, uh, rabbit. I've, st- I've walked away from her in the middle of her talking. And Actually. I'm getting on the back of Shog, and I'm like laying down the back of Shog. <laughs> like, just my eyes are squinting. I'm staring at her. Oh, ooh, I'm so mad. This is your fate. This isn't a timeline. This isn't a destined potential. This is what will happen. According to the course and actions of the world around you and your own choices. See, see, Vidlia, it's your choices. You just keep killing everyone we meet, and this is what happens. I am casting Tranquility. Wisdom saving throw. That is a 20. Shit. Yeah, you passed, so nothing. You feel this calming sensation overwhelming you Yeah. for a brief moment, and then your rage just completely surpasses it. So this calming sensation, as fast as it came, it went. Okay. And uh, so I set up and I am like strapping myself in onto the saddle on the back of Shog. Where is he at? Fate. Can you calm him down? He's going to hurt Flint. This is what will happen. Yeah, and if I stop him now, it won't. We correct the original path. Where Where is Flint? Flint is not destined for this. This is not the fate that I have seen for you before. Something has changed. Yes, because if we kill him when he comes back, it'll never happen. Well, I had these weird red veins. Yeah, and what Uh, color is Flint? I I think that's what was causing all of this. These weird red veins. We'll know more when Flint returns. But I will say to you, Wobblin, that whether it be here... Or there, your death will come to pass by his hand. You will not triumph in this timeline. In this timeline. So even if I kill him when he shows up, he'll still kill me? Yes. But will Shock be safe? No. Fuck you. (laughs) Fate is predetermined. You cannot avoid your fate. But you could change your destiny. 
This is where things get confusing, and I don't usually explain past this for mortals. The point is, this is not your original fate. Your timeline, your fate, is not destined here in this reality for this endpoint. So why, why is it you and not the Time Mage? Because this is a fate's matter. We are not messing with time, we are messing with fate. Somebody has unwoven the tapestry of fate. He probably caught the tapestry on fire with his stupid head. <laughs> we will wait for Flint. I can't do this again until I get a short rest. (laughs) (laughs) Flint. You have watched yourself beat on this poor defenseless man until he has become lifeless. How do you feel about this? Well, I'm assuming that me is evil there. I'm good. Generally, can I sneak around to behind the throne? You can attempt to sneak, yes. So then you're rolling our stealth? Yep. What's your perception? Uh, Passive is 19. My perception is plus 9. Yep. D20's right in front of me. Wow. Uh, That's a 20 total. So as you begin to sneak, an arrow pins your shirt to the wall. The arrow, as it whizzes past you, feels burning hot. Which is odd, because you shouldn't be able to feel heat. That's what she said. And as you look to where the arrow came from, you stand there, staring back at yourself with this black demonic bow drawn. And then you appear in front of the tree. Is there like an arrow still sticking out of me? There is. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have had my bow drawn because I was doing something else. Mm-hmm. So Flint appears in front of you two. All right. With I'm an arrow go. sticking out of his shirt. Go. So Shog is going to walk over to him. And uh, I'm up there. I'm going to grab and pull the arrow out of him. You... Son of a bitch, you look at me! Probably closer to his height now. <laughs> yeah. Look at me! Is he looking at me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I meant in the game, not at this table. Well, I still need to look at you if you're addressing me. Yeah. So. Look at me! You, you did all of it, and you owe Shog a hug and a kiss and an apology. And then I'm crossing my arms and pouting. (laughs) Now! I don't follow what's going on here. You don't have to follow, but he needs an apology because it's really mean. And then taking my hands and I'm pulling the mouseling hood up and I'm like lowering my head. Do it. Finlia. Shog looks at you and he shakes his head and he goes, I don't know what dad's mad about. You don't need to know what dad's mad about. (laughs) I can understand you. Oh, oh, Shug. He's mad because the, this this other timeline of something in Flint ended up killing you, but it never, you know, it's. When she says that, I put my hands over his ears. (laughs) You don't say that. I know dad. 
That's right. That's I'm, right. You I'm never no did. Dead. You never. He just keeps saying, "I know, dead." I know, and he's not calming down. Huh? He's not calming down. <laughs> huh? Huh? He rolled a fucking one. <laughs> I'm good. I got my hands over his ears. You just don't listen to the mean rabbit, cause she does. You don't. You'll never die. You're my most perfect everything. I'll make sure that nothing ever happens to you. He kind of. And I'm hugging. I'm now hugging him. And Flint, Flint just he's, You don't ever follow the adult man with the burning head, cause he's not trustworthy. Huh? That's right, huh? All you need to, huh? Fate, please. So we are in agreement. We don't want this definitive endpoint. If, 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 uh, that's right. Fine. And hugs and kisses and apologies should set everything right. Then I am sending you to Avernus. It would be hot there, so yes. My ears pitting back. I'm sending you to the first layer of hell. Duh. That's kind of cool. I need you to retrieve something from me. I cannot step foot into a verse due to the pack's set place. Okay. You will be sent as my messengers. You will retrieve from me from one of the princes a spyglass. Cool. We're gonna go uh, uh, garner a deal with the Prince of Hell. Should be pretty easy for someone as worldly as I am, as long as Vinlia does not murder him as soon as she sees him. Sure. Which has been the case just about everywhere we go. Boplin, I don't murder people. Yeah, well, she doesn't yet. And I don't eat people. So. You will be her first. Wait a minute, hold on, what? You just said that Flynn was gonna kill me. Make in, up your in mind. A, in a way, okay. he does. Whatever. So, so I killed Wobblin? You are a murderer by the hands of... It's a long story. As long as we fix it, this will not come to pass. Now listen. One of my ears go up. Once you retrieve the spyglass, you will summon me. You will need a chalice. The blood of the pure. But it counts me out. And a feather of a great eagle. I need a chalice. As I like got in my bag and got like a scroll in like a little feather. A chalice and the blood of the pure. The pure. And what, what was a it? A feather of a great eagle. Feather of a great eagle. And we got to get a spyglass. Now, this is the, the important part. The blood of the pure must be given freely. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And the pure must be alive. How are we going to get a pure? A pure heart, a pure person. Innocent. Should be fairly easy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So what you do is you dress up like a mouseling, and then you find other mouselings, and you tell them that you need help in the woods. When they come out, you get all the blood and meat from them that you want. Alive. That's how I stay alive. Okay, that, that means that's not even spell. He said, A. I think 
Can you like Can make him fake it, go to sleep? That is not in my power. But I can twist his fate to make his definitive endpoint come early. You touch my fate all you want, mister. <laughs> no, don't do that. That would be mean. hes He could be annoying, yes, but he deserves to live his normal life. Well, unbeknownst to you, it'd be do I still have the death. wanted poster? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I open it up and say, apparently I'm wanted for being annoying, so that's okay. <laughs> At any rate. Once you summon me, we can go on to the final step, which is to use the spyglass to retrieve the three arrows needed to kill Univeris. If we kill Univeris, someone else needs to be in charge, and I think I am ready for that uh, position. No. Uh, she says we she doesn't want it. We have voted no. and elected and appointed an individual for that task. Was it a Lancer? Yes, since there are two of us. Yes. I'm not a fan of my new brother, but he will do. You hear in the background. <laughs> probably, probably would, because he's probably listening in some way. Of course, he always is. <clears throat> At any rate, complete these tasks, and we may end the one who has unwoven the tapestry of fate. Who is it? Univeris. You know? just told us. Oh, I don't know. They have gone mad. Probably play plotting your death and couldn't keep track. This is why the gods have fallen. As a punishment. This is why your fates are unraveled. Because the gods do not belong here. And you do not belong here either. I belong back at the carnival eating pizza. She eats that with no, she's vegetarian. Your original fates. I will not tell you, but they are peaceful. And everyone gets their happy ending. There's enough said here. I will send you now. Okay, let's go to hell. It's like the only time I'm ever going to say okay to that. So he waves his hand. And all of you feel like there's nothing below you. There's no hardened surface, no nothing. And you look down, and there is a gate. But you are floating over. A burning sensation scorches each one of your feet. Ouch, 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 ouch. Oh, this hurts. You may only enter the gate once. You may only exit the gate once. And you must do so willingly. So do you accept these terms? I do. Yeah. I'm already, I'm already like, we're floating still, so we can't move or something. Yeah, of course. So as soon as you say this, you fall. You say yes, mm-hmm. you fall. Flint? Seems like there's no other choice. Do you accept these terms? I guess. Do you accept these terms, Flint? I like contracts. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I accept, since you can't take any He falls. He's done. He's falls. (laughs) So as you all fall, you plummet and you hit this barren wasteland of a desert. 
where everything above you is scorching red skies and the heat is almost unbearable. In the distance, you hear the roaring of engines and the shearing of metal. Everyone roll perception. I fumbled. Shit. 25. Oh, I got sand in my eye. I don't like this. 21. So, Vinlia has sand in her eye and is rubbing her eyes vigorously to get it out. Meanwhile, Flint and Wobblin, you see in the distance a big cloud of smoke and dust kicking off the back of three large metal beasts. They are roaring fast towards you. Uh, uh, Flint, uh, uh, Flint, do something about that. Valia, go kill it. Um, okay. Uh, and I'm going to lean down and whisper to Shog, contingency plan B. He kind of looks up to you and goes, huh? Plan B. You know what to do. Oh, okay. And so when he says, okay, uh, Shog is going to play dead and I'm going to, I'm still strapped to him. So my arms are up on the ground and I'm playing dead too. (laughs) I'm going to look it now. Like after I get done rubbing my eyes, I'm going to look where they were talking about. Do I see that? You do see the giant machines burrowing towards you. Is there any cover? Clint. Roll me another perception. Uh, That's 26. 26, you do see there is a small cave that will fit you all, but you'll have to squeeze. You mean it'll fit me? Uh, stealth. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's only a 12, too, so I'm not hiding that well. Flint? Shove in the cave. Uh, Shog, his tongue has rolled out of his mouth, and it's laying on the ground, and, like, I'm strapped to his back, but my, like, Wobblin's arms are all askew and over his head, and his tongue is sticking out. I'm gonna... So they're both dead. They both are playing dead. I'm going to drag Wobblin because this is a machine and I'm afraid he's going to get run over. Well, I'm strapped firmly onto the saddle on Shog. Shog, yeah. Shog, Shog, wake up. It's a a thing. It's going to run you guys over. Shog, get up. Plan B, Shog. Don't listen to her. Daddy, he's big. It's going to run you over, Shog. Wake up. Daddy, it's big. Don't we? We're already (laughs) dead. It's okay. I'm going to try dragging. I'm going to try dragging him. (laughs) Okay, go for it. Okay. I fumbled. So, yeah, you're not pulling him. Okay, I've got my eyes, like, squinted. So how close is this machine coming to us? It's about 200 feet from you. You can see it. It's the first machine in the pack. Yeah. Looks like it has giant fang-like teeth. Okay. With three large wheels made out of metal sheer metal and there seems to be some sort of ball hanging off of a tail with spikes all over it and it is barreling towards you the second machine looks like it has thorns and spikes all over the front of it with three wheels and it has some sort of claw and the last one looks like it has like an animal claw on the front end of it and two spears jutting out the front. Jesus. Okay. 
I'll show you a picture of these things. Also, what's the ground made out of around us? Oh, fuck, I don't like those things. They're coming at us. Yeah, and they're the size of half this house. God. They're giant. Yeah. Can I make another attempt? You can make another attempt. Uh, what did you say? What's the ground area around us made Desert, of? dirt. So, like, dirt, sand. sand. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to actually use hide in plain sight, which gives me plus 10 of stealth. Which okay. I, I got to roll it. But basically, I'm camouflaging myself to look like the colors of, like, the cage and ground area. Oh, my God. Cage, okay, cave. cave. Oh, that's better. Twenty-three. Okay, yeah. so you you failed your first attempt. You were slipping and sliding because you were really anxious to get them out of there. You jam your feet down into the dirt and you begin to pull. Now you're pulling, but they're barely moving because Shog's so heavy. Okay, while she's doing that, I'm going to be concentrating. Okay, and. Uh, after a minute of her doing that, I have cast uh, Reduce on Shog, so now he's a medium-sized creature. So the minute you do that, she just kind of jerk Shog, and <laughs> you guys begin to move backwards towards the cave. I got 24 to blend in with this cave. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm going to eventually pull them into the cave so they're safe. I don't want them to get run over. <laughs> they can't kill us, Vinlia. We're already dead, so they'll leave us alone. Pulling them to safety. That's the best way to fight is to be dead before they before they dead you for real. So, with all of that going on, I'm going to see if any of them happen to... Okay. So, the machines come barreling past the cave, except for the smaller one with the spears on the front. It comes to a screeching halt, and it revs its engine and skirts backwards facing directly to the cave and it drives straight at the cave uh, can I take S- off you guys are in the cave right now you want to dart out the door what I'm going to try to do is go out the cave to try to get it to turn to go away from the cave okay so it's barreling towards the cave front door right now you dart out the front and it's reaches to a halt and begins to chase you. How fast are you? If I'm sprinting, it's 110. Yeah, 55 and 55 is 110. So you are literally 10 feet faster than it. It is, you're slowly but surely getting away from it. Okay. So you're speeding away from this thing, but it is keeping somewhat of a pace. You're not draping faster than this thing. You'll get a f- few steps ahead and it it kind of it kind of speeds up a little bit and then you kind of pass it out. It's, it's keeping you within its line of sight. But as you're running around and trying to outmaneuver this thing you see two more coming and barreling at you. The two larger vehicles are barreling at you. You're about to be sandwiched in between three of them. I'm going to jump up so I can grab like it because you know if I'm going with the car I'm going to jump up so I can get on the car. You're going to jump up so you can get on the tormentor that's behind you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well first off 
It's going to roll an attack at you. It's a 20 to hit. Yep. Okay. So it flings this at you. And you're going to take... So you take nine points of piercing damage as a harpoon goes right through your shoulder. And as you jump up, this thing begins to retract and snap you in. You've been harpooned and you're being brought to the vehicle. Do I, with me squinting and look, do I see that happen? You are seeing this. Okay. She's about, because are you running in a circle or are you running away from the cave? I was going away from the cave. Well, then yo, you won't see it. She's too far. Okay. She's already traveled about 300. But I watched the other the other 30. two circle back. They there. circled they back went and went towards the her. Cave. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Chain Lightning at the other two. So, Roll to see it. So I'm pulling like some fur out of Shog's head and I've got the amber glass rod and they make a, They have to make a dex saving throw. Okay, well, they're not going to fucking pass that shit. Well, that one got a natural 20. What? Uh, he, yep. <laughs> I got past that. Oh, wait a minute. Well, they did. Scavenger passed and the demon grinder did not. So I need the scavenger passed its saving throw. So the one that failed got 30 points of lightning damage and the one that passed gets 15. Okay, so they're both running and chugging still. You can see it's been scor- some scorch marks from the lightning on uh, its chassis, both of them, but you had green not too, much. Right? Sorry. Uh, so scorch marks on their chassis, the rest of those years. Yep. Scorch marks on their chat, but then that's... Not much that's else. It. They keep chugging along. Okay. Then, Leah, you're getting pulled in by this harpoon. You can see that there are two terrifyingly looking creature that you know to be devils. You see two terrifying creatures as you're getting pulled in that are manning the harpoon gun that look like devils. So I'm going to allow myself to get pulled back into them. Okay. And then I'm going to like pull myself out and like. Okay. So uh, you are going to pull yourself off the harpoon. You're going to take an additional two points of damage from that harpoon. Okay. And they don't look, they look more like imps. They, they're they smaller, so you could probably take them. So go ahead and roll, because they're not expecting you to pull yourself off this harpoon. So I'm going to hit, hit, hit. I'm not going to, I'm going to try to save up my key. So 16 to hit. Okay, that one's a hit. I fumbled. Yeah. Fuck. 30 to hit. Okay. For that fumble, roll me a percentile. I got 53. Wide open. Provoke an attack of opportunity from the closest melee opponent if possible. So, go ahead and roll your damage, and then I will roll to see if he hits. 21. Points of non-lethal damage. Okay, so the first one is down. You knock it the fuck out. Is that the one that harpooned her? Yeah. So he's going to roll. The second one's going to go for a hit, and he's going to, I'm assuming, a 22 hits. Yep. And he's going to hit you for six points of damage with the harpoon. He just pulls off the wall. He just kind of stabs you with it and pulls it back out. Ouch. Okay. How far away are these? Does that both attacks were 21 points of damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
How far from the cave are they? They're about 250 feet away. Okay, so I'm breaking the... I'm going to get Shog up. Come on, let's go save the rabbit. Um, when we leave the cave, I'm uh, going to end the shrink spell. I, you know, he'll go back to full size. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be heading that way. Not quite charging, but we're heading towards where they're at. And when I get within a distance of 120 feet, I'm going to be casting gravity sinkhole right above the machines. Okay. Okay, so everybody but two of the creatures failed. Ariel, you need to make a constitution saving throw. This is going to end badly. I critted. <laughs> Natural 20! Okay, so, so the ones that failed will yep. all get 5d10 damage. Okay. And they are pulled uh, 20 feet into the air. Fucking so the ceilings. ones who failed get pulled, smash up. They take, uh, I just looked at it, 24 points of damage. Um, and then the one that passed will only take 12 points of damage. But then again, you also have Uncanny Dodge, I believe. I'm not a fighter. Oh, shit. I'm a monk. Ah, I thought monks had an ability. I have evasion, but that's, I think, for dicks, not... Oh, shit. Okay. Well, sorry. You're going to have to take 12 points of damage. I thought she said she critted. She did. She passed. Yeah. Oh, she still gets... At least I fucking passed because I never pass on my con. So 12? That's right, 12 points, 12 of, points damage. of damage. So you're you're going to be pulled to the center. No, if you pa- if you pass, you do not get pulled. Oh, you only take half so damage. nice. So you're still so, in there, but the imp that we were fighting, he gets pulled to the center. Yep. And so, he did. And then <laughs> the the one that you said passed does not get pulled. He just gets take takes 12 points of damage. So two of the three drivers are still in the vehicles. The other one is currently against the ceiling of said vehicle. Uh, and the and one I knocked out automatically fails, so he should be in the center. Yeah, he's in the center. So there's a few stragglers that are in the center. Essentially, there are no... You're close enough to see that there is nobody... Har- nobody is manning the harpoon guns on these vehicles right now. They're all pulled into the center. But two of the vehicles continue to run while the one you're on stops. Okay, so there's nobody driving this one. There's nobody driving this one right now. I'm going to get in. So as you go in to the vehicle from the harpooning station, you see that there is this warped and twisted man on the ceiling of the vehicle, and he's screaming at you. Get the fuck out! You get the fuck out! You get the fuck out! This is my car! I cussed. Oh, no. (laughs) You filthy stinking rabbit! Is he moving? He's... He's trying, but it's he's, not working. Yeah, he's All right, I'm gonna go ceiling. to the dry, to the to the steering wheel. If he's not moving, I know he's not getting me. So, and that's where we're gonna end this episode. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Tune in in two weeks. You filthy, stuckin' rabbit. Hey everybody, it's the Almighty Grid. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We love making these, and we're gonna keep getting better. Big shout out to all our patrons again. Thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you all for listening. You're just as wonderful. You guys are awesome. Incredible. We love you. Without all of you, this show wouldn't be worth it. As always, 
intro outro were done by joseph mcdade wonderful artist go check them out links in the show notes below and if you want to hear more of our ridiculous antics you can go check out one of our other shows on the robots radio network call of cthulhu mythos mysteries or cyberpunk our cyberpunk red live play podcast or you can join us on patreon where we post all our episodes ad free and exclusive episodes next one coming up Dungeons and Dragons Mad Libs. And if you want to chat with us, we're always available, always ready to talk on Discord at the Robots Radio Network Discord. Links in the show notes below. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at 4 underscore crit. And if you love the show, let us know. Leave a review. We love them. We love to see them. (laughs) And it helps us grow. Uh, Tell a friend. We love welcoming new friends of our own. Till next time, everybody. Keep those crits natural.